Welcome to our Jurassic Rewatch. That's not how it goes. Welcome to Jurassically Recorded, the final episode in our Jurassic Rewatch, brought to you by our T Public Schools. Cut that. It's brought to you by our T Public Schools. Can somebody else say it? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> it's brought to you by our T Public Store. Thank you, Bob, because I could not get that out. <laughs> if you want to go support the podcast, buy some merchandise, buy a magnet t shirt, uh, fedora, whatever. It's on there. Go check it out. Links in the episode show notes. So go check that out. So to uh, help me today to finish off this rewatch, I do need the help of Dr. Uh, Bob Grant and Dr. Shane Malcolm. Uh, it's Bob Malcolm and Shane Grant. Oh, I'm so fucked. This guy doesn't even know the names of his co-hosts. I do have to actually start off this podcast by correcting myself. So... I'm an idiot. I fully admit that I'm an idiot. So for months, I have been saying off the cusp for so long, and it's off the cuff, and I'm a fucking idiot, and I apologize. Taking things for granted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just what I mean is just kind of – what I mean is just right up without thinking, and the, the phrase is off the cuff, not off the cusp. Like I think you did one that was wrong the one day, but I don't think it was that one. Yeah, I, I not, it might not have been on the podcast. I just remember you saying something that was like not. I say things wrong all the time. I 100% thought that that was the correct thing to be saying. Well, and you're not came... that far off. You can be on the cusp of something. You just can't yeah. be off of it. Yeah, so. You were you were just getting all, You were on the cusp and then you were getting off. I was on the cusp of realizing <laughs> no. I was wrong. So I just wanted to apologize for my um, for being illiterate. Who are you specifically apologizing to? That's my our fans, our fans, and and not you guys, not you guys, because you guys didn't notice. Um, I haven't been able to go on Twitter because the fans have just been so uh, so toxic about this. They've been sending they've been sending death threats to my house. I don't know how they got the address, but (laughs) they have saying if I swear to God, if RP says off the cusp one more time, they sent me a a letter in the mail as well. It was just uh, someone's penis. And then oh. they said, stop saying off the cusp, but it was actually just cut out of letters from a magazine and pieced together. So my dad, meant, my dad did say he meant to send that to me. Um, uh, so it went to the wrong Robert uh, yeah. by accident. You know, so. that's a classic male mix up. You, you go over your dad's house and there's just half cut out magazines laying all over, <laughs> stre- strewn about like the house. the idea that he sent it to the wrong guy, like you called the wrong person in your phone. He kept. It's not like there's a lot more that goes into sending a letter in the mail to somebody. He he kept calling me asking if I got his letter, and I said, "Dad, what are you talking about?" And uh, then eventually, after about three weeks, he said, "I realized I didn't send it to you." (laughs) He he said, "I I made a terrible mistake." (laughs) 
he wanted to apologize. I guess I'll do it in person. Um, I don't know what he's just, sorry about. Just like the – That thing's gotten me through some rough days. <laughs> I do call him the lucky Willie for a reason. Um, <laughs> uh, but, Happy Father's Day. Yeah, right? Yeah, Happy Father's <laughs> Day to all your dads out there. But you know who owes us an apology? It's universal for uh, making a lackluster third entry into their... Is this for making a trilogy at this point, though? Yeah, I think so. Um, But before we get to that, uh, I'm going to spin the wheel. Okay, so it landed on favorite drink. So what is everyone's favorite drink? Alcoholic, non-alcoholic. Either or, or both. Tell me. Hmm. The wheel this week is a little tame. A little bit more tame because we're you got you know, sick of doing dinosaur sounds, so we're just kind of like throwing out some random nonsense. On just like we're sick of talking about dinosaurs too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not sick of dinosaurs by any means. I'm very always very excited about dinosaurs, but I'm sick of the Jurassic uh, Park yeah, franchise. Dominion kind of just took the dinosaur out of me. Dominions or Dominion? Dominion. I thought he said Dominions too. Uh, Dominions. <laughs> he said Dominion. Dominions are fine by me. Yeah, I've never seen any Despicable Me movie. The first one's good. First Never one, seen yeah. any Despicable Me related. Actually, all three are fine. Like two and three are like are still is good. There the first one is really good. Three or is three minions? No, there's a third one. There's three and then minions. Minions yeah, was. Now there's another one. That minions was, was ridiculous. Minions was ridiculous because it was just them the whole time talking. So there's just no gibberish. actual English. Yeah. Yeah, not really. Um, but what is your favorite drink? Rise of Gru is the new one. That's the new one. Yeah. Like we're all curious to see how Gru came into power, so you're going to find out I've been um, July 1st on Friday. So I'm happy that they're fixing that for us. Yeah. Um, favorite drink is so broad, so crazy. But just narrow it down. Just do alcoholic then. And you can't uh, say Bush we're Light. Not, we're not just saying beer, right? No. Yeah. Your favorite drink, obviously. Drink. Well, it's a Tommy C then, obviously. Tommy C, Tom Collins, baby. Shane, favorite drink? I don't know. I might have to go Long Island on this one. And oh, love I was me Long Island. Love me like, Long Island. They are delicious, but they're, they're... They fuck you up. Yeah, you can't yeah. keep drinking them all night. I mean, I can't do that with Tom Collins either, unless I have Tums, like, actively ready for me. You, you can't, but you do. Yeah, white Russians are pretty sick, too, if you're yeah. not. If you're just looking to fuck your stomach up, white Russians <laughs> are not, too. That was very. That was that was a that was a tough day for the bartenders at your brother's wedding when that was his his specialty. So my brother's wedding. My brother doesn't drink. Shout out to Brian, yeah, brother of Bob, who's a he's listener been on the podcast. He's a hundred percent a lit. He's a hundred percent a listener because last week I threw in my letterbox name and it, I got a follow from him. I don't even. Afternoon. I still don't even know what letterbox is. So I'm glad that he does and he's taking care of that. Appreciate his listening. Doing the family proud. But uh, yeah, my brother doesn't drink. The fuck so, are you cracking up at, Shane? So I, I had to mute it because our our balcony door is heavy, and she was just struggling to close it. <laughs> she was like pushing all of her weight into it, and just wasn't moving. <laughs> um, yeah, my brother's not a big drinker, and for his wedding, he didn't know what his signature should be. So I made him a white Russian one day, and he was like, "This is the signature <laughs> drink." <laughs> And everybody's what? like, that's a terrible idea. There's so much cream. And he was like, now we're going to do it. It's just milk. Like, you don't want people drinking a bunch of milk at your wedding. Yeah, well, we They're, did drink a bunch of milk. So the, stop. But white Russians milk. are amazing, though. It just tastes like chocolate milk. It's, it's I awesome. think I drank about 15 of them that night. And I, I survived. Did. There I was, was so a line. 
There was a line to the bathroom all night. Just, um, I, just constantly I would have such a tummy ache the next day if I drank that much milk. It was good because I had 15 as well, and I was fine. So maybe that maybe yeah, milk I was good. Care. I guess it's just the idea that they use cream instead of milk. I don't know if that helps or not, but maybe if it's half and half, it is a little bit better for you. Uh, I will say my favorite drink is uh, margarita. I love margaritas. Uh, lime on the rocks, delicious. Okay, well, with that being said. Let's get into discussion of Jurassic World Dominion. All right, so Jurassic World Dominion released two weeks ago. Uh, We unfortunately, I mean, uh, we saw it. Jurassic World Dominion opened to $145 million, which is pretty good. Um, I believe it did make more than the last one. Not positive. So, or it was or, off by. I think Bob read th- uh, 148 million. We mentioned it in the last episode. 148. So it was off by 3 million. Okay. Jurassic World was 208 million. Yeah, Jurassic World broke the box office. Okay, it's this. It's still the the lowest opening of the Jurassic World franchise, which is whatever. I mean, I'm not really surprised by that opening based on the uh, you know they don't really drive. I mean, I think that's a that's a very very good opening. I, I don't know why I'm acting like it's not. It's a fantastic opening. It's like it's uh, it's more than Top Gun open to, um, but it's less than the Batman Strange. Um, so it's I think it's the th- it might be the third highest opening box office of this year. Um, rotten to critical response is thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critic store score and the audience score of seventy eight percent, which is higher than fallen kingdom and it's this is kind of this is a little surprising to me that this was the uh audience score um why why is that surprising if you don't mind me asking because that it's higher than fallen kingdom or just that it's that high it's just that it's that high it's definitely better than fallen kingdom it was a slight it was better than fallen kingdom i think slightly better i think um it just made more sense than fallen kingdom i think yeah it was Um, it was better written in my opinion yeah um plot wise not necessarily dialogue wise yeah well like we kept saying like fallen kingdom felt like a setup for this movie but then this movie just kind of didn't deliver that much on that setup it was just kind of whatever yeah it was a very the way i phrased it it's a very forgettable movie it was a movie we saw it the interesting part about this film is that they released the first five minutes it was probably last summer it was a kind of a ploy to get people back to theaters they put it in the IMAX in front of one of Universal's movies to say, hey, come now, see it in IMAX. We'll show you this five-minute preview. It's the, first, the first five, five minutes. So it was supposed to be this. It's not in the movie. It's this scene ah. of – it's a prologue, including a prehistoric oh, – That's like, the one that Nick talked about. Nick talked about um, Fallen Rock or something, which was, a, which was something else ah, okay. uh, that Trevorrow did on his own. Uh, where this was just like a five, they've they released it officially as, hey, this is the first five minutes of the movie, and it was a prehistoric prologue that in, set in the Cretaceous period during which the Gigantosaurus, which something I thought was made up, I didn't even, you know, in this movie when this dinosaur came out, I said, oh, is this the, this is like a new one? Like I had no idea, uh, but it was a battle between the Gigantosaurus and it kills a T Rex, and the prologue. The Gigantosaurus is the one with like the horns. Yeah, it's whatever is. It, looks like a, it still looks like a T Rex. It just has horns. Yes. Yeah, it's whatever's at the end of the movie when when they fight 
when the T-Rex fights. Um, but the prologue was supposed to set up the present day rivalry between the T-Rex and the Gigantosaurus. And it would have helped make a little bit more sense. I mean, we didn't need it, but it would have made, helped make a little bit more sense. But they cut it completely from the movie. And Trevorrow said it was because of the runtime. You know, Universal was pressing them for the runtime. We're already at a two and a half hour movie. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's Shane. It just has horns on the head. Um, but that was that was just interesting that they cut that because I think that would have we're felt already like, at two and a half hours. We can't go two thirty five. Yeah, exactly. Five minutes is a deal breaker there. Um, but instead, yeah, whatever. So we went and saw it. Uh, it's just going to be kind of a quick review here. We're not going to do a necessarily a deep dive because one, it's not fair. We've only really only seen it once, and it was like two weeks ago. And two, um, I don't really want to do that. So <laughs> as think, always, I don't think any of us want to do that. I'm going to ask the question. I feel like I always ask. Spoiler free or spoiler eligible? You know, I don't really think there's anything spoiler filled in this. I, I mean, just like plot stuff if you haven't seen it, but we've given you two weeks. But also, yeah. I always say this though why would you be listening to this episode if you're not up to date? On stuff i know but i like to ask if i right? i appreciate i appreciate the kindness bob i do yeah go can i tell the, the story about my friend who was trying to buy these tickets the other day <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of the funnier things so uh opening weekend was you know two weeks ago this week this past weekend um wasn't so Tickets were a little bit easier to get, but Bob's friend had a story, and it's pretty. My funny. friend wanted to go see it. His dad wanted to see it on Father's Day, so I was with him on Saturday, and he was on the app, and like he was a little intoxicated, and and he seemed like he was doing just fine, and then he's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "I, I, they gave me Lightyear tickets instead of Jurassic World tickets." They gave me like, yeah, and I was like, no, "That's not." Like, they didn't just decide that you clicked on Lightyear. Like, you yeah. definitely fucked that up. But anyway, so he goes to he gets asked for the refund, and they kept the convenience fee of four dollars. So then I've never I, had to oh, deal with I, that because I, I am a. I can read the email. So he's I, all like upset about the four dollars. I well, to be fair, I would too, but I've never had that issue because I'm you a have a, member. Yeah, you're, so, you're part of an elite group. Yes, I am. So he sends this email. You're part of the I, group too. <laughs> I know. I know. It's an. I just was letting you know it's an elite group. Oh, thank you. This is at least. 10 30 saturday night so do the math there we were at an engagement party that started at four so yeah, yeah. you can tell where he's at please refund this is two amc thieves please refund my four dollar convenience fee i didn't order buzz lightyear tickets my dad doesn't want to see that movie <laughs> that's the part that fucks me up every time my dad doesn't want to see that movie and then he shows me the text on sunday he was like hey they gave me lightyear tickets by accident and his dad says what happened to Jurassic World? I don't want to see that movie. Like his dad said that. I ordered Jurassic World and you gave me Buzz Lightyear tickets and that is unfair. United Artists would not do that. Please send my refund. That's funny. Actually, while we're on the topic here, United Artists does charge a convenience fee even if you are part of their club. So I, was, I told him I was waiting for AMC to send him like a – screenshot of united artists like policy <laughs> actually they would do that we're keeping your poor box oh I'm, i meant pen cinema sorry i didn't mean for it. yeah that's actually super funny I, I haven't gotten the chance to see lightyear yet um i did hear that i had it underperformed at the box office are but you I, interested I in seeing that in theaters i would i, I would I, but i would see anything in theaters i'm just saying is that like yeah true like for me that's not something i'm like if oh, i, I want to get to buzz i want to get to lightyear before it comes so, out 
so we were supposed to go yesterday with, we were going to take my dad and the whole family and we were going to plan it. We were, we were going to go to top golf. So we were going to do it after, but timing wise, um, we couldn't get to top golf till later, uh, which was awesome. I had a great time. So we didn't get, didn't get to go. And if I didn't see Paul McCartney on Thursday, it's probably a good chance I probably would have went on Thursday to say it, but I've seen Audrey at that point. I would have seen if my dad wanted to go because, you know, my family loves Disney. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. all like that. Who doesn't like Toy Story? Uh, I think it's a completely unnecessary movie. Yeah, I, I just think don't, for like, Pixar, it's a Pixar so original with their shit that I'm kind of surprised that they're doing this kind of movie. Well, it's, but, just, um, it's, it's Toy Story 5. I know. It's also the first animated movie made for IMAX, which I think is pretty cool. I would not see this in IMAX, but I think it's pretty cool. So anyway, I hope your friend gets his, his convenience feedback. I'm, um, I'm going to follow up with him later in the week. I, I would I would appreciate that. Um, so anyway, this movie was Jurassic World Dominion was made for $185. $185 wow. million. $185 million. <laughs> well, they, they really crushed <laughs> at the box office then. Yeah, $20 million was not $20 million is a steal. Um, so yeah, so, so then it was, you know, they've made their money back. And, um, so I, you know, off the cuff, what were your initial thoughts guys? It was extremely average. You know, I mean, it, I wasn't disappointed in it cause I wasn't really expecting much more, but I wasn't like blown away at all. You know, it's like you tweeted right after the movie. It was a movie. Some dinosaurs went roar. Chris Pratt was super sexy. It, it's, it, it was whatever. Laura Dern was looking why go to as always bob got his laura dern in the rain scene he was happy <laughs> i didn't want laura dern in the rain but i'll take it <laughs> oh you wanted claire dallas howard has to be in the rain yeah there was rain there was rain of course there was rain it's costa rica it's all yeah. it they rain. weren't even in costa rica, costa rica. no they were in italy Oh, see, that's how unforgettable this movie is. Yeah, they never went to the <laughs> island. I think you mean how forgettable, Shane. You just said how unforgettable. How unforgettable. Shane, yeah, we can't speak to that. Shane actually has been thinking about this movie for the last two weeks. <laughs> he's seen it six <laughs> times. He, yeah. he, just... he just doesn't want to be embarrassed when we say that it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> he actually painted a mural. He did. On his back wall. I'm actually, oh, like, I threw this crew neck on real quick because I'm wearing an I Heart Jurassic World Dominion shirt. <laughs> and I, I just wanted, I was embarrassed. I wanted to cover yeah. it up. That's a mouthful for a t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big t shirt. That's everywhere had, all at once. I had to go, Whatever. I had to go a whole size up just to let it fit. So that's, <laughs> it's like uh, the athletes when their name goes like sleeve to sleeve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob, what did you think? Uh, I mean, I, I, it had the same vibe as like, the recent Star Wars trilogy, I think, where it was like, oh, cool, dinosaurs. We still get to see dinosaurs. Uh, oh, cool, old cast members. Like, you had Laura Dern, like you said. You had Jeff Goldblum. You had Sam Neill. So, like, that stuff was cool. And the Easter eggs, there's a lot of, like, fun Easter eggs throughout the movies that, like, the fact that we've rewatched them and I've watched Jurassic Park, the original, like, twice in two weeks leading up to it. Like, I caught on to real fast, which was cool. But, like, overall, the plot was meh. It felt like it was becoming, like, a Fast and the Furious type situation where it's like, all right, you you could just have dinosaurs. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, dinosaurs are cool like, enough. You don't have like to. they keep just trying to, to do more and top yeah, every other you don't movie. have to keep one-upping it. Like, hey, I, hey, there's dinosaurs in the world. What's the problem with it? How are you going to figure it out? But then they brought in, like, whatever those things were, the bugs. Oh, the bugs. What did like Nick moths. say? The one with the crickets? Yeah. <laughs> the cricket movie. He cricket called it the cricket movie. movie. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I, I give them credit. So, like, what I liked is I actually do give them credit for trying to do something different. They had to. You know, it's their sixth movie. The, the bug thing was interesting. I thought it was an attempt to do something different. Um, and it not that's, just be like a dinosaur got got loose. But that's the thing, though, like that we've talked about. They had 20 minutes of dinosaurs loose in, in, in human world. Yeah, At like the that's end it. Of Jurassic Park, The Lost World. That's the only time they did it was in San Diego. Yeah, I guess. And so you could have had that movie as yeah. a movie. Like, all yeah, right, like, what are we going to do? It just wasted time. Like, I felt like everything in the beginning like was just kind of shown to us to like show us what was going on. They didn't really do anything with it. Like it was okay, cool. Owens wrestling dinosaurs on a ca- on a yeah, horse. Yeah, he was like herding dinosaurs. He finished his cabin for the most part. Uh, Blue is just staring at him. She's kind of obsessed with him. Didn't like that. Um, I did enjoy that they brought back the Barbasol can finally after six so, five movies. I I think I said something about it afterwards. Uh, and but I didn't realize that that villain was supposed to be Dodson. Yeah, like the fact that he had the same name, like he was Dodson. Yeah. So there has to be because Dodson is the one who meets with Ned Nedley. I Nedry. forget his name. Nedry, Nedry yeah. in the first one, which is Newman. That's why I forget his name because he's always been Newman to me. Yeah. And gives him the Barbasol can. So like, that's well, the, the thing. Barbasol like, yeah. can got. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, sorry. We acknowledge that that's the same person, or they're related in some way, or that's a name that's common. You still have the Barbasol can, but you don't address what that connection is. Like, yeah. Is that? Am I supposed to assume it's the same guy? Yeah, exactly. I don't know because like I didn't even pick up on it. I wasn't like, oh, that's who that. Like I told somebody else, well, we, they recasted the guy. That was also because he was like a pedophile or something. So the guy from the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. So it could have been the same. But that guy, didn't. he didn't strike me as a billionaire genius. He was some yep. scumbag trying to steal stuff off the park for a company. Yep. So, like, yeah. the only reason that I picked it up is because after we watched Jurassic Park for the rewatch for that previous episode, the one that we previously recorded, we watched Just like all- he said, Dominion. Yeah. So just Gold- screen, do the do the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. Goldblum drops the, the word Dominion in yeah, the movie and we all like freaked out. We all nudged <laughs> each other. Like he was like, listen, this isn't some kind of Jurassic World Dominion we got going on here. <laughs> he actually said exactly Shane has seen this movie six times. Yeah. That is he how said, he said this it. isn't Dinosaurs Three with the one with the guy playing Mario. He said, No no this no. Is- um actually uh this is uh Dominion. That's a bad Jeff Goldblum once again. It's it's good enough. But I watched Jurassic Park again. I think like two days before we saw it. Oh yeah. It was like fresh in my head. I didn't even really realize that's who that was supposed to be until you leaned over and said it to me. I loved Goldblum in this. I thought Goldblum was great. Goldblum was my favorite part, I think. Animat- I was Sam Neill and Laura Dern too, but animatronics were great. Uh, Claire in the water scene, I thought was great. And Dewanda Wise as Kayla Watts was fantastic. I I thought she... In an instant. I did. I did. I felt hard, man. She is hot tamale, let me tell you. But uh, I thought she was an awesome new character. Um, I thought that it was going to be Malcolm's daughter for a while. Yeah, because her name, she said her name was Kayla. And I was like, oh, okay. 
isn't that the name of his daughter in the second one? But I think her name's actually Kim um, or something like that. So I leaned over to Bob. I was like, I think that might be Goldblum's daughter because you know how everything's got to be connected in these movies. Uh, but what I We're really usually pretty like well behaved, I think, because of the amount that we've rewatched. This probably is the most that the three of us have talked to each other during a movie. I think so in too. any movie going experience I've ever had. Also, everybody was just fucking talking in the movie. Oh, yeah, movie. nobody fucking cared. There was no rules. I was getting angry at first, but then there was like everything was just like a lean over. I went and took a piss in the middle of it. RP went and took a piss in the middle of it. Yep. And then you know what I missed? Much timed out. <laughs> you know what I missed? Nothing. I missed. I literally came back and said, "What did I miss?" And RP said, "They walked down that hallway." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 basically. Well, it. you guys both left during like real dialogue. Well, I left scenes, during. Like, really... I left during when they were in the Middle East, which was the most un-Jurassic yeah, Park feeling the East, of the movie. Yeah. They were in the. They were in it, or maybe, wherever the hell they were. Was it Italy or they were? I they were they in were, Italy, not in the Middle Yeah, they were in a different part of Europe. I don't remember what, if it was Italy or his, not. Uh, his daughter's name in the Lost World was Kelly. Okay, so Kelly, Kayla, it's very similar. Yeah. She could have, they could have had a falling out, and she could have changed everything about her. So that's why I was like, maybe. And then Bob pissed during the scene where they just have to collect like a DNA sample. They were going to get the DNA from the crickets. And the chaos just ensued. But they had the chaos hadn't ensued yet. They were literally in the elevator. By yep. the time I got back, they were just getting there, yep. and I wasn't. I it wasn't a quick piss. Let's no, put it that way. No, it was like a five minute scene. <laughs> yeah. um, and I really think they underused the original crew. I think they were so underused. Um, they could have not been in this movie, and the movie would have been the same. I liked how it felt organic, how they met up though. Like it didn't feel like stupid or like contrived. Like it, it was. It, it wasn't rushed. Like it took. They were together for the last maybe half hour of the movie. Like that's kind of maybe really forty five minutes, but yeah, like the the beginning of it for sure. They weren't. Yeah, and then- I was. Uh, I was just gonna say I like how they kind of like they each had their own stories that were told separately. How like yeah. you'd see a little bit of the old crew, then you see a little bit of the old, the new crew, and it wasn't just like a forced team up. It helped the pacing too, like when they did that. Um, yeah, but it also they changed the backstory of the clone girl. And that made me angry because that just undoes. She let those dinosaurs are out there. Yep, yep. And I fucking hated that. So, um, and it was too. I think it was too long. It did not need to be that long, but whatever. I don't think it felt super long. Though. But I wasn't in the. I I agree because I wasn't in the theater like yeah, staring like been... at my watch. But I have no desire to rewatch it mainly nah. because. The longest Jurassic Park movie before this was two hours and eight minutes, which is the last one. And this one's two and a half hours, which is kind of the, the normal for movies How long nowadays. Is it like two hours. It's like two hours, four minutes. Yeah, I was going to say like two hours flat almost. So I did not love this movie. I would probably, I'd probably just put it, it, I'd probably put it above Fallen Kingdom. Where would you put it out of 10? Like stars? Film wise, yeah. I mean, we could do five. I don't know. Isn't five out of, really out of five, I gave it two or two and a half because I gave Fallen Kingdom, I think two. So that extra half. Um, I think it's a that better. I think it's a better put together movie than Fallen Kingdom. But it's just it's not a very good movie. It's a very whatever. Like I'm, I don't really have much to say about it. <laughs> like, that's what can I we talk about the Raptors. It's really the only can, thing I want to talk about. Of course we can talk about the Raptors. No, and the T Rex. But the, the, why are Raptors just just never fast enough? Yes. Okay. Please talk about this, please. Bob, like we've talked about it before, and then like this movie just made it like so much worse. So at one point, 
Claire is running from Raptors and they just can't catch her, right? She's just running just a little bit faster than they are are running. Then they're on a car and they just can't catch her. They're just a little bit faster. Then Owen is on a dirt bike and he's just just a little bit faster. So I can't get a gauge on how fast Raptors run. Yeah, and people don't run 70 miles an hour. (laughs) And like he's almost like eating, getting on, trying to get on. The airplane, and they're like right in speed with them. But then Claire is, so like you said, and Claire's so fucking slow. Two problems with that too. I just looked it up. Velociraptor is estimated to be able to run about twenty-five miles per hour. Well, uh, in the first movie, I will say this. So that means movie, they say that they could run like cheetahs. So they that means hype them up for Jurassic Park in general. So that means Claire is approaching Usain Bolt level speeds to be outrunning them, <laughs> and also. Is that dirt bike going through the city only going about 30 miles per hour? That plane in that is also only going 30 miles per hour at that yeah. point, too, because he gets on the plane as it's taking off. I will say that was probably my favorite part of the movie. That was probably the most exciting part of the movie was that whole motorcycle chase where the guy got eaten by the – On the scooter? On the That's scooter the that you guys movie. fucking lost your shit at. You guys were, <laughs> we were cracking up. Funny, I saw I – I know Shane has texted about it, too. The other day I saw a lady riding one of those scooters and I just laughed to myself now. <laughs> like, it's crazy. just like, it's it's like just I wasn't really style. paying attention. I was looking somewhere else on the screen and I saw him get eaten. <laughs> but you guys like paying attention to him the entire time. Dude, what just happened? Strolling just, through. Just strolls through these two these two T Rexes. Yeah, yeah. On like one of those motorized like electric scooters. <laughs> and then just bozo. like the top half of his body just I gets saw, swallowed. Yeah, I saw him get eaten and I I did laugh. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. It's just like the idea, like what what are you listening to on your headset that you like? What podcast do you have on previously recorded? Probably. I hope so. You're so unaware that there is two gigantic dinosaurs facing <laughs> off in this little park that you're rolling through, and he's just like, ah, I can squeeze through these two. I gotta get through. I gotta get yeah. through, guys. Come I gotta on. get to the coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, I thought so that do this, you think this whole that guy on the scooter? Do you think if a Velociraptor was chasing him, it would have like just been right he, behind? It him? wouldn't have been able to catch him. For, uh, well, he's not a main character. It would have caught him. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. uh, and then like uh, Claire puts up like a pole and it knocks the T Rexes out, or the I'm sorry, knocks the Raptors out as that, they run. That part I liked. I liked it. That whole scene, like even I didn't like how they 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 upgraded the Raptors to now like. You just had to put a red dot on them, and they were laser, like kind of like where the the Indoraptor from the last one, but um, the whole underground world where like they're they're fighting each other. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. This is how the world would probably be if. But that's honestly, the movie I wanted. Exactly, and that's why I like this because I was like, it, it parts of it didn't really feel like a Jurassic World, but like it felt kind of like just like in a normal action movie with around dinosaurs and i and i enjoyed it that scene in the city i was probably is my favorite part of the movie i think it was cool that the chase scenes were like because i remember sitting there watching it and i was like this isn't this movie's not bad at all like this is good and then you know then the rest of the movie happened and they went to a sanctuary which was essentially just another park exactly it's like I, uh, the same I think thing. i think i said it on the last episode i wanted this movie to be like how rise of the planet of the apes got it right where how like you slowly see them take over and then, like, the, the world would have been all overgrown, and they would have been, like, fighting to survive with, like, just dinosaurs living on the Earth again. Like, And that's what I really wanted out of this movie. Like, Marvel and I were talking, and we were like, I'm not leaving my fucking house. If there's dinosaurs out there, 
I'm not leaving yeah. my fucking Why house. are people still, like, in the ocean with that giant fucking thing yeah. going around? Because I don't think there's a lot of them. There's enough to make me scared. No, but absolutely. If the ocean, I would get, though. Like, if there's one thing in all of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, the ocean, I get. Yeah. If that thing is sighted near a beach, I'm never going to that beach ever again. 100%. Uh, yeah, I'll it's just like, go up the road. If, if the a certain beach. part of I'm not the going beach. to Wildwood, I'll no, be... No, just go to Ocean City. City. It's fine. <laughs> like, if, if a certain part of the beach in Wildwood has like a, a shark sighting, I'm never going to that part of the beach again because I'm not risking it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, it, I mean, Owen Grady, I get it. He's, you know, the hand trainer or whatever. But, like... Oh, but I'm those not... people would have to exist, which, like, as much as I said that... Like, I said it after we watched it, too. As much as it's ridiculous that he's herding these dinosaurs on a horse... No, that makes sense to me. But, like, I don't... Like, the logistics doesn't make sense. They would have... Like, it would probably be a different way that they would go about doing it. But they would have to exist. Like, hey, we got to get these, these dinosaurs to this little area where they're going to be penned in. Yeah. Or, like, the Triceratops, like, farm where they were breeding them. Like, those yeah. things would 100% exist. Uh, with so the, the, uh, I would with... say the first hour hour 15 of the movie was fine is what i wanted minus the crickets i know yeah, they're locusts but i like calling them crickets it's funnier to me. <laughs> i just don't feel like somebody be like oh they're not crickets at some point <laughs> i know what they are but you address the haters but That's what i Nick agree said. i agree because she and also but in the beginning of that movie she's like this this t-rex is or this i keep calling every single fucking dinosaur t-rex and i don't know why there's only uh, one that matters and it's the king this Triceratops is sick. And it's like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, it, it was just there. I wanted them to address the idea, which they did briefly, but, like, not enough, that Claire was just actively trying to make up for being a piece of shit. Like, they do it in Fallen Kingdom a little bit. And they straight up just do it here. They're like... But that needs to... Like, that's the beginning, though. Like, that needs to be her entire character arc. This idea that she thinks she needs to save all these dinosaurs... Because she fucked because up so bad. She fucked up, but then they take her daughter, and that's what it becomes. It doesn't become a dinosaur thing anymore. Yeah, she, exactly they took how her you daughter stop. that that she took in the beginning. Yeah, well, they they took that, her because she was gonna die if not. They uh they kidnapped that girl that Claire and Owen kidnapped. But they saved that girl. I think it's a little bit different than a kidnapping. But they also again a struggling relationship. You just throw a kid in the middle, and things are fine. Well, like they don't no, go back. Like they they take the daughter. The kidnapped girl however you want to whatever you, tomato tomato yeah. but they t- they take the girl and then the idea that claire is still like super fucked up in the head because she was a piece of shit to all these dinosaurs is like gone like that should have been her entire arc yeah that it's just like the the missed opportunities here like i don't know Trevor, i'm not i think as as one thing i've learned from this series i don't think i'm a huge fan of trevorrow he's written all of them like his writing his directing is fine I didn't what else did he issues. do i don't is... know he's done um he did one other thing that i that i've seen um, he was supposed to do star wars right yeah and his star wars that he wrote with Derek Connolly, uh who did this also we were all like we were all really hyped for that and i and maybe it's a good thing that it never got to that because Clearly, like, he struggled with wrapping this one up, I think. I think he struggles with characters, too. Like, the the characters don't do anything. Really, the only thing on his right, any everything on his his thing is safety not guaranteed, and then really it's just all Jurassic World. It says he was a writer on, what is it, Rise of Skywalker? Which, yuck. 
Well, yeah, because he was he was originally supposed to do that. So he he gets mm. he wrote a draft of that script, so he still gets a credit, whether they abandoned abandon everything from that oh, film. So okay. he still gets a credit on that. So he could they could have done nothing, but he wrote a draft of that script. What's That's just the like the Henry. Tony's got Naomi Watts. But that was him. I'm just saying, like, what is, well, I don't know. Any, I've never even heard. I would it. like to see him. I, I know he did a smaller movie that got him this, but I would like to see him doing something else. If, what he does next, I'm curious to see. Because I think he's got a good eye for action. I think he just writes like he's in, you know, 1970 or 1980. I just don't think his writing is that good. I think the Claire was better in this movie. I thought they, that she was redeemed a lot, um, that she wasn't annoying. She wasn't the damsel in distress. Um, kind of thing and i enjoyed that about her character i think they really split her and owen up for the majority of the movie um but i think that's all i really have to say about jurassic is owen's character arc that he's just a man and you're not yeah he's a he was less superhuman in this one i will give him that the only thing that really pissed me off is that he fell into the water and got out and they're in the freezing cold and it's for it's frozen water, and he got out of that water like nothing. Like you're you're he shaking. He yeah. was running. They were standing outside. He wasn't even shaking. He was soaking wet. I'm like, I can't deal with this. This is inconsistent here. I don't like this. I also didn't understand how there was snow and then like a tropic. Well, I think jungle. just they were so high up on the mountain. That they is my like guess. that's you got to be fucking high for it to be snow. <laughs> like, that's like a three day fucking excavation for there to be I snow. Know. Not like a, all right, let's come down from the mountain now. They also should have been dead when that plane crashed, right? Uh, it yeah. crashed into the yeah. ice. They should have been yes. dead. Yes. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm glad. Like, I haven't thought that, about this movie until. I allow time. that in movies. It's People fine, yes. yes. Were they completely unscathed? Yeah, they were. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they should have had some, like, some broken bones or something at yeah, least. At least like, a make cut it on your face. Come on. Yeah, but then they can't save the world afterwards. Shame with a broken arm. He's got two. Yeah. He does have two. You just have to work on harder, you know. Guy was dodging bullets last movie. Guy was jumping through T Rex chompers. Just to spice it up a little bit, I spun the wheel and it landed on. What is your favorite food? <laughs> Can't get any good ones today. Well, what's a good Which one? The wheel hates us. Favorite food is favorite food, favorite drink, or wild. Things to bust out on episode ninety six. They <laughs> are, they are still learning about us, though. Yeah. Uh, I'll go we've first. Had, we've had three years to think of these answers, so make it I good. I think my favorite food is just pizza because it can I'd come in. Just... Pizza's the easy answer. I always say pizza because you can get it in so many different varieties. Pizza, I think, is the one thing that I could easily eat every day of my life, and I don't think I'd get sick of it. Yep, I love a breakfast pizza. Love, uh, love regular pizza. All that stuff. So that's mine. Well. Going based off of that, um, I think I'm inclined to say a burger then because you can switch a burger up any way you want. Would you eat a burger every day? I don't know about every every day, every other day for sure. I don't know if I could eat anything every day though. I'd get sick I of it. No, I get that. You could. That's like always been my justification for pizza. You could Burgers, really I switch like it up. in the mood for a burger. Like I very. I think rarely, I could do a burger at least twice a week though. I will very rarely. I order could do it twice a week at a restaurant. Really? I uh, yeah, same. Here, but like Shane, you can mix it up so much. Would you do burger, bun, burger? So then your your burgers are your buns and the buns in the middle. Would you do that? No, but I would replace the buns with two more burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to take the burger out of the middle. That's where it needs to be. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I mean, you could do doing lettuce wraps. Burger, burger, burger. Yeah. yeah, I want a triple, triple decker. All right, is it so burger a sandwich? Yes. I'd say it's, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making I, – I, I believe it is. I'm just making sure. <laughs> is now is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Yes. It's the Two same pieces, logic. Yeah, it is the same logic. Just because the bun isn't fully sliced. Like saying a hoagie is a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, hoagie. I just said a hoagie, so – Philadelphia, by the way. It's like saying a hoagie isn't a sandwich. You're not in Philly, Bob. You have I to know. I'm in stop. Warrington. It's rubbing it, off on me right now. To, what do they call them in Warrington? Out. Like subs or something? I don't know. Audrey's family calls them subs, and it's fucking ridiculous. I don't talk that's, to people up here. That's horrible. I get in, I get out. They also don't Katie's, call water Katie's ice. from New York. They call them heroes. I hate it. The only, the only thing yeah, I, I can't wait for my, Warrington. I can't wait for my Iron Man to come in and sit. Like, <laughs> what the, the fuck? Hero, uh, the hero is so dumb. It's like, oh, what do you want for lunch? Spell G Y R O too. No, that's uh, hero, like like H E R O. No, you're thinking that's of what like call it what? You're thinking of the call... Mediterranean food. The, yeah, that's what that, that's what New York calls it. A that's hero. what it was. Yeah, the fucking morons in New York call it uh, <laughs> call a sandwich a hero because they're fucking dumb and they, you know, I don't. It probably, honestly, probably has like super like historical like. Meaning, like when they were starving in New York, the immigrants they they needed a sandwich and and the, or they needed something to eat, and sandwiches came in and saved their life, and that's why they're heroes. It's going to be something like super cool or historical, and I'm going to be a piece of shit for making fun of it. Like that's just what's going to come back. Ah, uh, now you're good. The term likely comes from New York Herald Tribune columnist Clementine Paddleworth. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> Who in 1936 described a sandwich so large you had to be a hero to eat it. Wait, so I like read through that before I announced it. And I like I didn't even look at the name. I was just looking at the facts. And there was in parentheses a thing that said, yes, that is her name. But her name was Clementine Paddleworth. That's fucking incredible. Your face, you went, what a hero. What a name. What a name. Because I like skimmed through it and just didn't, the first time just missed that name. So then I read the whole sentence out and was like, "Wow, we're getting." Oh boy! I hit Clementine. Hard. I was like, "All right, that's a lot." And then I saw the last name. And I was like, "Oh wow!" So our favorite drinks on here have been answered, and our favorite food has been okay. So, so I'm glad too. It's not offensive. If you want if to buy you... a meal for previously recorded, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, send us a meal. If you like be, what we're it'll doing. It'll be a pizza and a white Russian, and I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> your, your poor bowels. Um, Okay, well, I mean, that's all I have to really say on Jurassic World Dominion. Is there is there anything else that you guys uh, want to bring up that, that that bothered you or that you liked or disliked about the movie? Um, maybe one thing that you could you think the movie could have improved on, and were you happy with how the movie ended, Bob? If you want to start, were you were you happy with the ending in this movie? And then you can answer some of the other things that I I I, I asked. I wasn't necessarily. I feel like it's still open which I wanted it to be like closed because I don't want them to do another one of these. Mm-hmm. I know they said this is the end of the series, but like there's still a lot of open-ended things happening here. Like how are they going to handle the dinosaurs? Yes, there's a sanctuary, but like it's just going to coexist. That's really yeah, what they said. It's like it doesn't say how, they're just going to have to co- coexist and I'm like, okay, well that's dumb. Because there's going to be some other corporation that's going to want to take advantage of it and all these other things. But So now, I didn't feel like the ending gave closure, which if it's the last of the series, I felt like it should. Um, so I would def- I would change that. I don't know how I would change the ending. But then the other thing I would change 
and so like what I did like about the movie, and you said Goldblum, you liked. I loved the Easter egg stuff, and I loved Goldblum because Goldblum would call out how ridiculous plot lines were yes. in the movie that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. Like when, so Owen's whole thing is that he's getting his daughter back, but he also has to get the, the raptor for Blue back because Blue has a baby, and he has to get that raptor back. And so, like at one point, our Ian Malcolm's like, you made a promise with a dinosaur. And then he comes back and the raptor's like on his shoulder. And it was just ridiculous. And he's like, is that a dinosaur on your back? Like he's <laughs> calling him out every every step of the way. I enjoyed that too. So I, did uh, like that. I also, the line he made about a, a growing a callus on his shin from his dog humping Both so much. I was, I was in tears. I laughed yeah. so much at that. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I once got a callus on my shin because my dog would hump my leg all the time. And he went, and true then, story. Oh, what made us both laugh is he goes, that's a true story. <laughs> Shane, what about you? Anything you, what you liked, didn't like, uh, or, or did you like the ending? What would you change, if anything? Um, I mentioned it already. I, I liked that they didn't force the team up. They kind of, they let both groups have like their own story that kind of, organ- you said, organically led to one another. I mean, we, we've said this all the time with these movies, the, the, their biggest ally is circumstance. Like, mm-hmm. it is such a circumstance that they all just, like, happen to be at the same spot to, like, someone's always at the right place at the right time to save somebody else. Yeah. But it's a movie about dinosaurs, so I'll, I'll like, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't 100% remember how it ended. Like, this movie is so forgettable. They get, they get out of the sanctuary, everybody's reunited, and then everyone just has to learn to coexist. Yeah, uh, Laura Dern, uh, Grant, and Sadler end up together, which is I like that. I'm because, fine with that. I'm good with yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. They then they were going to do something in Washington. Goldblum was doing something, and then the the happy family of Claire Owen and the kid mm-hmm. were leaving, and happy. he said goodbye to Blue, uh, who came back for one last look at at Owen before he left. Yeah, so that's how the movie ended. Leaving it open ended of like, oh, I guess they have to learn to live together. Exactly the like, same way Fallen Kingdom ended. Yeah, it would have paid off more if you could have actually seen them coexisting more to see like, will they actually be able to do this or not? Well, I feel like we were robbed of seeing dinosaurs run rampant through the city. I think so too. I, I, I that's what I would have changed. I would have liked to have seen more dinosaurs on the loose. I did like mm-hmm. the ending once again. It didn't involve the humans. It was kind of like the humans try to avoid some things, and I was like, okay, this is. This is okay. It's fine. Uh, I did like the shot of the T-Rex through the circle. That is the logo of uh, Jurassic Park. There's like one thing where like he had these circle like waterfall things uh, on the island in the sanctuary. Yeah. And like they're like uh, it was just like an outdoor like water, like a fountain. Yeah. And it so the T-Rex sticks his head like on like you could see through it. And it was the, the logo. At one point, the T-Rex faked being dead. It was actually yeah. like fucked up. It, well, I, I don't think it was faking being dead. Yeah. But <laughs> I thought he was dead. I thought he was but dead, she, and I was going to walk out because I didn't. Shit. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to walk out because if it didn't end with her roaring, I was going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's and that's a, more diners on the loose. But I liked to seeing the old people again. They were just they were underused. So. Didn't like that. And then uh, the ending was fine. It was open-ended, obviously, anytime that they could. But there is a huge rumor that they are going to have a crossover with Fast and Furious. And I don't know how they do that. 
They're both owned by Universal. It has been a rumor for a it's long so, time. It's fitting because they're both they both jumped the shark about four movies ago. Yep. And Vin Diesel like was asked about it and he like had like a very weird response. So it's very, very possible that they do I don't know how you make that like Dinosaurs are family. Yeah. That's your tagline. <laughs> Uh, even dinosaurs are family. They're going to be riding like racing dinosaurs or something stupid. Probably. It's going to be Vin Diesel racing a raptor, but he's going to win but every like, time because they're just not fast enough. Like those worlds, <laughs> dinosaurs do not exist. I, I don't know. I don't want it. But they could. They I mean, could. it's not It's not far-fetched. Unless it's just like a one-off it's less, thing. It's less far-fetched than some of the Fast and Furious movies because in theory, all this dinosaur shit could have been happening. It's True. not like stuff was happening on the mainland. I think their best bet is to just do a one-off where don't acknowledge Fast and Furious at all, like like their history. Don't acknowledge Jurassic World's history. Just like you could. have it happen. Because Costa Rica is they, they never raced on, on 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 an island off Costa Rica, so that covers your ass for four movies. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing you have to explain is twenty minutes of Lost World. Yeah. Like the fact that they don't ever bring up what happened in San Diego, but they're race car guys. They don't care about dinosaurs. One of my students said, "When you were when you're a kid, I think you're either a car guy or a dinosaur guy." Yeah. So, you know, Dom Toretto's a car guy. He doesn't care about these dinosaurs killing people. I just want to see. I just want to see a Tonka truck roll over a dinosaur, and that's that's too. Wow, that's child. graphic. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how we keep things here. What kind of um, dinosaur? Uh, some copies. I think I'd be okay with that. I was gonna say killing yeah, a bunch of copies. Copies. I feel like it's like acceptable. Yeah. I don't want to kill any raptors because I like raptors. And then the, all the herbivores are sweethearts, so I don't want to kill them. It's just the two, you know, just T-Rex as always. But Maybe that thing that was in the water that kind of looked like it was from Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yeah. That was facing uh, Owen and Kate That's also – so that's my, that's my one thing I, I kind of want to wrap up with. Why does Hollywood keep putting out these sequels to franchises that are just mediocre? Like – you have these very, influ- not influential, but super popular franchises, and you're just continually like the answer history. is in the beginning of this episode. How much did this movie cost to make? Yeah, one hundred eighty-five million. And how much did it call- make on its first weekend? Uh, one forty-five. There, there's your answer. You, uh, you just, just reminded me probably we were talking about what we were talking about the other day with um Taika Waititi talking about what his Star Wars movie is going to be, mm-hmm. where he's saying like. I don't want to just give you the same old shit you've been seeing. He's like, I want to explore more stuff. He's like, I yeah. want to go to like a galaxy further away. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, I like I, that. I know like, yeah, sure. Universal wants to just make their money off of this Jurassic world, but the people involved, some of these people are really passionate about it. And it's just like, okay, if you're so passionate about it, as you think this is the best, then you have, a, you know, the execs at universal that green light it. How are you not like no? This needs to be better. Like how? I honestly think that same thing uh, with Warner Brothers with the Fantastic Beast series. I think a lot of writers, and this might just be me being critical. I think a lot of writers in Hollywood are just not really great at their job. It's also probably very true. They and get so it on a hit they, movie. They they're not doing things because they're passionate about the series. They think that they're writing a good dinosaur movie. It's like almost. Uh, like I want every Think of Jurassic World, right? And so, like Jake Johnson's ca- character in Jurassic World, like loves the, the entire history of Jurassic Park, and he loves the dinosaurs and all that stuff. 
so he cares about the park and he's mad that they're naming stuff the Coca-Cola source or I forget what exactly yeah. what he says, but like that shit. But then everybody else that works at that park is just collecting a paycheck. I feel like there's a lot more of them who think that they're really artsy and care about the stuff, but like don't dig deep enough yeah. or haven't aren't aren't as like engaged with it as maybe we are sometimes. No, that's true. You know, I do wish like, but even like J.K. Rowling, like with Fantastic Beasts, like she loves, she cares about this world so much so that she won't let anybody else really do anything with it. And she's still putting out, I guess, like, I don't know how she can look at her work and be like, no, this is great. But she might not care. But Warner Brothers, I don't, I don't know. That's like, that's above my Maybe she's delusional and she thinks it is great. It's possible. She could. And I know that's why they. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was just saying that that's why they brought Steve Cloves in to help write the third one, which it was an improvement on the second one. Which I was going to say, too. like, do you think that it's a George R. R. Martin type situation where, like, one, she's going to put – like, it, 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 he's the opposite. He refuses to put stuff out because I think he's afraid it's going to be bad. So he's just going to build this world. Like, he doesn't have to finish his story. She finished her story. It was great. But now she's just going to build this world, and whatever she says goes because – you can't fucking tell her otherwise, right? So, like, yeah, this is how it happened because I liked it, this idea and I like how this goes. And then the other side of it is kind of what Shane said. Like, do you think that she's just been so successful that she just thinks, like, yeah, this is my idea. It's going to be great. Yeah. That's a that's probably it. Like, it's just like, could this work before? It's going to work again. Like, I don't necessarily think that she, like, goes against characters. No, because, like, she wrote – she said she wrote – fantastic beast 2 for the fans she was on the whole tour she was like i wrote this one for the fans and she probably thought what she was doing was great and it just it, maybe in a book if she had 800 pages to do it maybe yeah, it would have been but it just didn't really work and i don't know i also don't love david yates as a director so i don't know maybe that didn't help either i don't know it's just a but like this is clear like this is a bad movie like it's it's not not terrible but it's it's not a thirty percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I, I don't think so. Like I know it's just whether if a critic likes it or doesn't like it. It's not, and we gauge this 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 percentage has so much power in pop culture, like the zeitgeist, where it's not a thirty percent. This is probably a fifty percent movie or a forty percent movie. It's not thirty, and I guess that's why we go off the audience scores more. But I don't know. I, I didn't think this was great. And it just makes me question, like, why? Like, why? One of the things questioning why I watched it was like, why do they continue to put out stuff that is like mediocre? I mean, I, and maybe they think it's okay. Again, I'm not behind the scenes in Hollywood. If you get so far along in the story, and you're like, oh, this should work. Just maybe it doesn't, or maybe everybody in the studio is like, this is good. We like this, and everybody else does it. I don't know. But like, I there's there's things like Johnny Fobbs who's crushing it over in star wars with you know the mandalorian and he you get these well, that's also and, um filoni right yeah filoni but that's uh, kind of a combination favreau's the writer um and then like same thing with McFe- marcus and mcfeely for uh, all the cat movies and civil war and avengers with three and four like you get these really good writers who care about these characters and and, and like these plot lines that and i guess too uh, to be fair too with jurassic world you get to a certain point, and it's like, what else can you fucking do more of? So, so like, I'm looking, because I'm just on Rotten Tomatoes now, because now I'm, like, curious. So, Jurassic World Dominion is a 30%. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I just looked, was, like, a 47%. Critically. That's yeah. why, like, that's, and I think that's what you're getting, like, we're looking at that. The fact that, like, the, the, this score means so much to people, but, like, but also I don't it- agree with that. But also it doesn't because people will go and see it. But like, 
you know, maybe if this was positive, it may have generated maybe 10 more millions in ticket sales. Fantastic Pete's Secrets of Dumbledore's 46%. Uh, exactly. And like Spiderhead, which I just watched and didn't hate, was 40, it's 44% critical. Like, it doesn't mean much. I, some of it, it does. Like, and there's movies, you know, like uh, The Last Jedi was 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it does, it just means the critics in Hollywood like it. But also, I like the way I view my things. Like, most of the time, I, I see what some of these critics say where I'm like, ah, fuck off. Like, you're being too critical. But I do see that point. But it, it kind of, it still works, stuff like that. I don't know. I just, like, feel like I, the last, and I think it's just because the last two non-Marvel or DC movies I've seen have just been, oh, like, franchises franchises that I like have just not been great. And I, I just feel like it, this is kind of the trend in Hollywood. But then you get the rare occurrence where a movie that doesn't even des deserve or need a sequel, like Top Gun's fucking amazing. Maverick was fucking incredible. And it's because the people involved in that movie cared so much about that script and making it's, sure that everything in that movie was was perfectly executed it's very unbelievable like it was like what 30 years later yeah that you come out with a sequel like how many times have you seen a sequel to a movie that's 30 years or 20 years later or even 10 years later and it stinks all the time <laughs> and they put out a movie that was incredible that yeah. that much that much more time has passed yeah i think once top gun maverick maybe when that comes out so i can see it again maybe we'll do an episode on that because i, I think we should because we all fucking love that movie it was fantastic so that's the end of my rant. Had... i was just saying how it, it just bothers me how like some of these big franchises put out shit movies just because i think those critic scores kind of are telling of that whole thing too and like it's the critic scores and also like the people who are involved in these big franchises, that pisses me off because like there's going to be movies that come out that I know just based off of their genre, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a fan of. It might yeah. be this Academy Award nominated, a, a, like critically acclaimed, everybody loves this movie, but it's just something that maybe I'm going to think it drags because it's not something I'm super interested in. Yep. So like the fact that the same people are – like that's your job is just a, a, a film – critic and i know that that's a job that's existed forever but i think it's bullshit like you're a film critic well all right so you're gonna already shit on this movie because it's not something that you like up front like people shit on you know marvel movies still do really well on like the critical side but people shit on them and like we written. and we talked about that with um with strange with the guy who reviewed that and reviewed dune where yeah, I know you, exactly, and how like it's just such a it's such a world of the past. But like, just my whole thing is just like using that as kind of just a gauge, and how it has just like a kind of bullshit. I'll look at the audience score. I prefer the audience. Score, yeah, yeah, I'll look at that all the time because that's what like honestly that's what it should be at this point. Critics existed before because I couldn't fucking walk out of a movie and just broadcast my opinion to the world. So somebody yep. needed to do it. So somebody got a job. Now Never I can just put it on Twitter. And now I do like that, like The Rock, when he pushed Jungle Cruise, which Jungle Cruise, I think, had like a 75% of Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it wasn't I like terrible. Jungle Cruise. It was I thought it was, it was good. It was good for what it was. And it was a good, like, family movie. Like, it's not something where I'm like, yo, we got to go see this. But, exactly. Like, I watched it. I was entertained. It would be. Yeah. I saw it in Disney theaters. Movie. It was a good Disney movie. Good. I'm excited about the world they're creating. But he tweeted out about the audience score because he knows that that's what works. People. 
are starting to listen to that more. But anyway, my whole soapbox thing was kind of just like, I'm, it makes me sad that these franchises that I love don't put out consistently good. And I know you're not, everyone's not going to be good. And, and But it's possible when you have something like Top Gun Maverick where the love and, and the care is put into the movies where I kind of just feel like it's... And I also think that Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise, and, and, and it benefited them that they were so far apart. There was no, hey, Twitter wants us to do this, or Twitter thinks this is going to happen, or Twitter wants this, Twitter wants that. Because I feel like that starts to get in people's heads, and they start to make those things happen in movies, and it takes away from the actual creative process. Like, I don't think any of us going into Top Gun Maverick had any idea what it was about, aside from the fact that Goose's kid was there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did not. And I heard it was good going in, because not just because of Rotten Tomatoes, but they showed it at, um, I think I mentioned it on an episode. They showed it at CinemaCon and like people were like, fucking loved it. So I like had high, like not high expectations, but I had ex- expectations that, because I didn't like the first one. I watched it recently. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good. Um, and I was like, okay. And this movie, it has to be the greatest first to second movie in the history ever of like quality. And I know there's a 30 year difference. Seven years helps with that. Yeah, but... Well, 35 or whatever it is. Whatever the fuck it was. And I think that's why, like, when we had this conversation, I think that, like, if you would, if you had been in the 80s and watched Top Gun, I think you would have liked Top Gun. If I grew up with Top Gun. Exactly, was, you know what I mean? But, like, you've came... seen it, and you, you've already seen, like, it's like watching a... It's Temple of Doom, you know? Like, when yeah. you're watching as a kid, it's... and you're, Unless you're older and still love it, it's fun. And then you watch it as you're older, and it's, like, hokey, and, like, this is dumb <laughs> times. And Well, it's it's funny, actually. After we saw Maverick, we came home, and Audrey's dad threw on the original one. And we were... I was watching it again, and I was like, nah, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like, when you watch it the first time, you're you like, wow, this is ridiculous. Like, this yeah. is just... And so I just have... Ice Man biting at him in the locker room. Basically, we just need more less. We need more people like Tom Cruise, just less insane, and more people like Kevin Feige who who puts well, together. Well, Tom Cruise a good, does good with Mission Impossible too, right? Yeah. So yeah, you want you want people to to as, take their jobs as seriously as he does, but without being as eccentric as him. Yeah, and like Kevin Feige, perfect example. Cares about the product, cares about the quality, but and cares about how it's crafted, but also not fucking insane and tom yeah. cruise is insane but mission impossible historically, i don't know if i've done it on the podcast but i've historically uh voiced a dislike of tom cruise because i think he's just like a lunatic and i yeah. don't, I don't see him as an action hero because he's like my height well, <laughs> yeah. i do enjoy the top company i fucking hate him there too, was a there was we, a funny scene in uh maverick where he's uh kind of doing like an eye-to-eye thing with miles teller and miles teller is like significantly taller than him and it was pretty funny it's like they actually showed the height difference uh, i don't i didn't even notice it, when it happened. well miles teller can send us the check for putting his career yeah we'll take the, the apology whenever he wants yeah because we put him <laughs> back on the map but as i digress uh let's spin the wheel one more I'm time before we wrap this bad boy up and uh close out our Jurassic Park rewatch series. Okay, and it landed on recast Jurassic World. Wow, so you, perfect. It was a perfect way to maybe improve this film. So who um, do we have to cast? Claire, Owen. Claire and Owen are the only ones we need to. Uh, I got a good one. But who else is like, because everybody else is like interchangeable. Um, kids go in and out. The, the girl, whose name I don't even know. Yeah, sure, her. Clone girl. Well, the rest of the cast too, I guess you could recast like the, the tech guy and the 
paleobiologist, yeah, okay. even though I hate that. Claire, Duclair, Owen. Owen uh, tech guy, paleo veterinarian. And then just cast one bad guy. It doesn't matter who it is. You just pick an actor to play okay. the bad guy. I got two right off the bat. Owen Gray is going to be Carl Urban. <laughs> it's Owen Gray. And tech guy, whatever. And tech guy is going to be Jack Quaid. Because okay. they right, have so it's, so really it's good the, chemistry together. So it's, so it's the, boys. the boys. All right, well, then the girl yeah, that just plays the boys. Maeve is now uh, Claire. <laughs> I love Maeve. <laughs> Let me think. Claire easily just becomes Jessica Chastain, right? Nothing's <laughs> swapped. No, yeah, no, no harm, no fail. Nothing's yeah. changed. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Who else? So we have Owen. Is Carl Urban. I'm all right with that. I love Carl Urban. Keith Urban would have been funnier, but Carl Urban will work. <laughs> uh, Oh, you Kidman in as a dinosaur? Oh, uh, no. She's got to be the paleo veterinarian. <laughs> nah, because I can, hate the paleo veterinarian. Can Nicole Kidman be the be the person on the on the on electric the scooter? scooter that gets eaten? <laughs> <laughs> no, just Nicole Kidman AMC ad. Just regular Nicole I want Kidman's fine. Nicole Kidman on an electric scooter riding through the park, giving her AMC ad speech, and then mid speech she gets. <laughs> Nicole Kidman is the villain. There you go. That's that's her. <laughs> okay. That's her big monologue. Is the fuck. That's how I see her as a villain. Yeah, because she's a villain for me. Real fast before we wrap up, can we recast who could do that AMC ad where you would actually not? Do? <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans. Hold on, one thing from a Marvel film is good. Ryan, for Ryan Reynolds. One, Ryan Reynolds. One thing I thought was funny. Um, yeah. I saw this thing on Twitter. Somebody was like, um. Nicole Kidman and then Tom Cruise both greeting you at the beginning of Top Gun Maverick feels like you're a child of divorce. I didn't. That, 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 but the, the Tom Cruise one, I actually like liked. I thought that it was felt genuine. genuine. I don't I know like, why oh, wow, they all don't. Really do nice. I don't know why they all don't do that. And Tom Cruise is a big movie theater guy, so uh, like when it comes from him, I know he means it because he makes. Well, Tom Cruise could give the AMC speech, and I don't think I would hate it as much. I don't yeah. think I could hate anybody as much as I hate Nicole Kidman. Let's yeah, I don't know why I like Nicole Kidman too. I don't mind her, but I don't need to see her at the beginning of every movie I see. And as you said, I don't need her asking me to come to the theater that I'm already at. Yeah, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing, man. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Um, and I always mistime it. I'm always back before it's over. Yeah, you, you always get up to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, he's definitely going to get back before this yeah. ad starts, and he's going to be upset. Well, that sometimes I'm like, enough, and there's usually a thing after it that I think you need to go at the beginning of the act. Well, sometimes I'm like, what if they don't play it? That's always like my, what if they don't play it? And then I, and then I missed the start of the movie. They always play it. So I would recast <laughs> Owen Grady probably with, I think Carl Urban would be interesting. I like that. I think that's okay. Or I just, uh, I want, uh, I want a Jurassic uh, World where everyone gets called a cunt the whole the guy movie. Who I plays, think that'd be great. The, the guy who plays Arthur Shelby. That would just be so out of, the, <laughs> out of left field. I watched episode four today. I don't know how much more I can take of Arthur, actually. Just hang in there. Yeah, I know. I'm sure it's going to get better. I got two more left, but. It was very, I was very, very good. I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoy every season. Have you watched any of it, Shane? Nah. All right. Um, talked about it. But... I've been kind, I'm kind of waiting for, um, for the boys and Barry. No, Barry's done, right? Barry's done. Barry's done. So I, I was waiting for the boys and Barry, and I'm going to wait till after Stranger Things, and then I'll just do Peaky Blinders all at once. Get straight six through. I'm yeah. caught up on the boys. Barry's over, so I'm doing Peaky Blinders. I'll finish it this week. I've, I've been just crushing TV. I'm watching Kenobi, uh, watching Miss Marvel when it comes out, the boys, Peaky Blinders I finished, and I'm, I've started new TV. I started Seinfeld, and I started Six Feet Under. Which, by the way, Kenobi – 
finally lived up to what I wanted it to be. Yeah, I really like this week. Last week's was fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Finally, um, the show I wanted it to be. It's just funny that the force stuff is very inconsistent. Yeah, but that mm-hmm. is that I find that the case in well, all very Star strong Wars. Too. Yeah, and like, like the the like he couldn't use the force through fire, but he stopped his fucking ship, and then the force battle with the lightsaber was fucking awesome. And then the Reva stuff was predictable. I called that from episode one. That that was her background. But I see, like, so that's I'm not. I don't want to do any spoilers for this because it's not over yet. And at this point, if you're this far in the episode and we hit you with a random Kenobi spoiler, I think that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. It is kind of but fucked up. I didn't like her. Her plan makes zero sense to me. Yeah, I I understand it, but I'm like, this is this is it. Like, what about all the other shit you did? Yeah, just, just I'm gonna do all this. Just to get close to this guy. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, that's not because he was a bad guy. Well, you're a fucking piece of shit now too. And um, it didn't make sense. I don't. I don't. I didn't get it. It's definitely sidetracked from the way it started. The way it started, I was like, "This is going to be awesome. This is going to be really good." Except for those two chase scenes, which are terrible. I haven't loved it. I liked it. I'm very into it. I'm not. Gonna I'm the lie. same way. I, I haven't. haven't loved it. Like I, I watch. First thing I watch on Wednesday. It's not. I watch Miss Marvel first. Miss Marvel's longer. That's why. Miss mm. Marvel's usually closer to an hour. That's like 35, 40 minutes. So I'll True. watch Kenobi. I think it's been directed beautifully by Deborah Chow, but it's just, it's it's lacking. I don't love Leia either. Just the She's okay. She's like, okay. I don't, like, I don't love the actress. Shane, you're going to have to, you're going to, you're falling in a hole now, though, because Umbrella Academy came out this past Wednesday. Look at yeah. that. I know. But I Dude, I. I've been saying this like we we went two years with no new content on anything, it's and now they're just literally bombarding me with until it. Now, like I'm, I'm so basically, I'm right? so overwhelmed with shows right now. Like, so I, I'm shows. just certain stuff. I'm just waiting to watch, like Peaky Blinders, Miss Marvel, um, Umbrella do, Academy. I'm just waiting. The way I do things, like if, so, I I take the train to the city, so that helps. I, like I'll watch. So on Wednesdays, I'll watch, which I don't enjoy. But I watch Kenobi and I watch Miss Marvel on my phone, which I, I would prefer to watch it on the screen or like at my TV or even your I computer. Watch it on my laptop anyway. So but I can't, I can't download it onto my laptop because the way Disney Plus is set up. But like I just watch, I try and find time. And I, you know, there's one show I watch with Audra that we have one episode left. And we watch Stranger Things together, but I try and watch one episode a day of just so I piece is, things I, out. I don't watch anything that's happening like on. Yes. Other than sports, other than sports, yeah, sports like, and the Phillies, you can miss it. Professional wrestling. Yeah, you, like, you could skip some Phillies games here and there because there's so many of them, and I'll give up a night to watch TV. Yeah. Like it's just so it's very it. rare that I have to be like, "Ooh, I got to be ready at eight o'clock tonight to watch this." So it's just yeah. like, okay, at some point when I get home, I'm gonna watch an episode of Peaky Blinders. Exactly, and so that's what I do. I, I like. I, when Peaky came out, I made a point. You know, I got up early the one day and I watched an episode because we were busy. I fell asleep watching one today. That's another thing that's convenient. Yeah. I start to nod off. I'm going to finish this later. Not yeah. like, oh, fuck. I'm going to have to find this on demand or whatever. Yeah. So like that makes it easier with the amount of content that's coming out. I agree with Shane. It's just overwhelming. It's how too much. much. Out all the yeah. same time. They should have, like, it's kind of surprising. They Well, not really for Netflix because, I mean, it's been... Almost Netflix surprises me because with I mean Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, Peaky Blinders, I'm assuming is different audiences. 
Yeah, but Stranger Things and Umbrella Academy, I feel like, are a more Same. similar audience where you would chunk that out. Yeah, it's it's like I, I wish they would space it out more, so I'm choosing to space it out myself, but then yeah. I miss out on talking about it when it's fresh like, with yeah, you guys. Stranger Things. I'm definitely doing Stranger Things. Absolutely. But I'm saying, you do Stranger Things, it was the Friday before Memorial Day, so the 27th, yeah. I think. Same as Top Gun Maverick. Great day in American history. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> and then you do... And Kenobi. Kenobi came out the same day. You're right. Kenobi did come out that day as well. So you do that, and then you just let that... You put out whatever else you want else to put out. But if that's going to end July 1st, you put Umbrella Academy out the next week, you're still going to get everybody you, you need there. Yeah. You only have two episodes for Stranger Things, so it's not like it's going to be like where it takes people a couple weeks to finish it. Hey, I'm surprised they didn't pick August. Like, I, I'm just surprised. And the, also the problem with Netflix is that it's not week to week. That makes things harder because you don't want to see spoilers. You you can't talk about it with somebody because everybody's always at different points. And that's why I hate the Netflix format too. I had the, the other shows week to week. It makes things it makes them easier to watch because you're not you don't feel overwhelmed. I had this conversation no. with Duke the other day because he was like, I feel like Netflix is making a mistake doing it the way that they do it now. Just because the other streaming platforms have decided like fuck. Like at one point that was how it worked, and now they've decided like now we're gonna do this weekly. The boys, the, the first boys, season, was... the boys came out all at once. Yeah, and then they second made, season they were like, "We're not doing that anymore." Which Disney I like. It's always been once a week. I like the three episodes. I think that's a good thing. Start with three. Start and then with more than one. Yeah, give people some time. But like, and I don't know this. I, I was just brought this up because I'm gonna. I was gonna ask you the question because you're more knowledgeable about this stuff than I am. Like, do, how does the finances work for them? Like, it, the, is it just word of, like word of mouth? Because Stranger Things still set records. It's just, it set records in one, two days, and then it kind of simmered. I mean, not that it simmered down, it's still top 10, I think. Everybody everybody always just says Netflix is could be fucking lying. Like, I don't know how their, their yeah. metrics were, because they're like, num- it's about minutes, number of minutes streamed. It's not like the amount of time streamed or how quickly it's been consumed. Like, their, their metrics are so now, weird, but financially, that- I don't know. Is that per streaming device or per account? Because, like, what if you're sharing accounts with somebody? It's just total. Like, it's just total number of minutes this has been streamed. Whether it's. So, like, if I'm watching and you're watching and there's one episode, that's two hours because we both watched it somewhere. And, or, you know, even if you rewatch an episode like that. Like, I might rewatch Stranger Things. Yeah. Or July 1st. Uh, I'm definitely not going to do that. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I love it, though. You know how I'm Yeah, I know. Seven episodes, I'm sitting in a house for a week doing nothing. I might be able to bang that out, but... I would do that before... I'm not rewatching the whole series again. And I Peaky might rewatch but any- season four again. Yeah, so, but anyway, as we have gotten severely off, off, off topic... Um, this is the podcast people wanted. Yes, yeah. they wanted to, to us talk about fit, finding time to fit in all the, everything yeah. in June. Think of think of how many recommendations our listeners just got if they didn't already watch all this stuff. True, it's very true. Um, hey, so and then the my the final first? my final recast is Bill Hader as the nerdy guy. That's my like that's that. it. Um, and I'm done. The I first. counter with Bill Hader as every character, <laughs> including the including and, the dinosaurs. And I would direct. love to see that. And direct. I would love to see that. Now I'd like Bill Hader as every dinosaur except one is Seth Rogen. And Bryce, How- Bryce Dallas Howard directed. That's what I want to say. Yeah. So the first hour and 20 minutes. How long is this podcast right now? Uh, Probably about an hour, to- hour and a half. The first hour and 10 minutes of this were about as interesting as Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> because that's what we were talking about. Yep. The last 20 minutes is what we were hoping it was going to be. Which was just us like... 
us figuring it out. Yeah, like, you, know, you can only you can only make a shitty movie as interesting <laughs> as the movie. You know, totally you're only as good as the worst player on your team. And when that Jurassic World Dominion is one of those players, we were just trying to do our best. It's the bench. So I think that about does it for us here. We all recommend going to play TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Go and uh, check that out on your local game store. I very quickly got addicted to it. It's so I much fun. Level one. Yes. Yeah, the, the nostalgia alone is just incredible. Shame. I will if we're gonna continue to to uh, just pick things apart. The tutorial on that game is god awful. Oh, I hated it. It was terrible. They just go, hey, here's 21 things that you can do. <laughs> yeah. All right, go get after it. And I'm like, I don't remember any of those buttons. <laughs> That's why I paused it. I had to go to the, the move menu so many times. And most of the moves you can't even do until you level up. So it's like, here's something. Remember this uh, eight hours of gameplay from now when you finally yeah. level up to that point. I just mashed one button the whole time. <laughs> I did play with Raph. I am is that you, Are you Raph? I'm Donnie. Leo's my favorite. I'm cool but rude. Leo's my favorite, red. but uh, I this shirt for a reason. <laughs> my, <laughs> Mikey's pretty fun to play, guys, too, though. All the turtles are. Yeah. But I think that about does it for us here. If you enjoyed our Jurassic World discussion, head on over to your podcast app. Leave a remember to rate, like, and subscribe, or should I say, roar, like, and subscribe. Um, and oh, also. Yeah. We'll be doing a uh, movie talk all summer over at Gateway Gamers. So also check them out. Pretty cool stuff there. Maybe uh, visit our tea public. Get yourself a Jurassicly recorded crew neck. I'm wearing the the Star Wars one right now. It is very comfortable. Love that. It's, it's actually very good quality for what I paid. I love that, Shane. I love that. L- little plug. Um, get it before it's gone. Uh, limited time on yeah, the before- store. I mean, the, our our Star Wars on the old on the and, old store only lasted a day before yes. the copyright took it off. So hey, get it while just, it lasts. We just didn't tag them, so it's fine. Uh, but uh, for everyone here, uh, have a great Fourth of July, right? I think I we're think not we back should. until yeah. afterwards. Yeah, the following week we'll have one out. Well, we'll be we'll be back at some point in July. We love you guys. Kiss kiss. And uh, okay, do one more roar for for the road. One more roar. Before Shane does that, stay extinct. Stay, so stay classy. Stay extinct. Stay extinct. That means you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, just like this franchise. That's how me. Hopefully, this franchise stays extinct. Jesus yeah. Christ. Hit him, Shane. Tired of talking about it. Thank you.